Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 246 of this daily study podcast. And today we begin a new week of study in our Come Follow Me study for this year. Looking at the Doctrine and Covenants of course and uh, this week uh, we are covering... The August 30th uh, to September the 5th uh, week in our Come Follow Me materials, covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 94 to 97. Uh, and in this overall kind of three sections we're looking at, we're looking a lot more towards the temple now and towards the building of Zion, which is something which, as we know, has been kind of a, a focus for the Lord and his young uh, and the developing church in these last days. But there's a real push towards building this temple now. Um, and so what we'll do, we'll make our way off through these chapters, as always, looking at the historical context behind them first uh, and then going into the sections themselves. Now, Doctrine and Covenants section 94 was given on the 2nd of August, 1833. Uh, there may be some confusion, first of all, with the dating of this section in your scriptures if they are if they were printed before the 2013 edition uh, of the scriptures by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, this will be uh, because of very a, a number of incorrect uh, tra- kind of transcriptions made in early church history, uh, and that's all explained in the uh, historical context or the historical resources, uh, and in particular the Joseph Smith analysis uh, section right at the end. I'm not going to focus on that because I don't think that's really necessarily important, but just something that's uh, to be aware of if you are studying along in your scriptures and th- that date doesn't quite line up. Uh, so. In the summer of 1833, there's been a number of places and parts of the land in Kirtland, Ohio, that have been bought by the church. Uh, and obviously, they are trying to provide places for a number of things. But most importantly, they're focusing on a house of the Lord or the temple. Um, and as it says in the um, Joseph Smith analysis, it was, quote, to serve as both a chapel and a schoolhouse, close quote. This uh, initial temple was to be a preparatory temple. It was to be a place where the saints could gather, they could hold the school of the prophets, which of course they had begun already, uh, and it was going to be a gathering place for the saints. Because don't forget that really by this stage, there hadn't yet been an official gathering place for these saints. Uh, Obviously, they'd gathered at places like the John Johnson home and many places like that, but there there wasn't yet a chapel as such for this church. And so this was an exciting um, opportunity uh, for this new church to provide a place to set down roots. Set down roots. Of course, they didn't know that these roots would not stay in this place uh, for for many years, but uh, it was something which would have been exciting nonetheless. Um, so the presidency of the high priesthood, the first presidency, was to quote obtain a draft of construction for the interior of the building. Three weeks after the presidency received their assignment to create a design for the Kirtland Temple, they sent to Missouri church leaders the architectural plans for another house of the Lord, similar in style and purpose, to be built in Independence, Jackson County, Missouri. Close quote. Not forgetting that, of course, at this stage, Kirtland, Ohio, and Independence, Jackson County, were two kind of um, focal points for the church they were gathering in Kirtland and building a, a strong foothold there but they knew that their goal was to be in Jackson County Missouri which had been uh, indicated as the physical place of Zion uh, to gather together and so uh, this was the um, 
kind of what led to Doctrine and Covenants section 94. It says in the Joseph Smith Papers analysis, quote, on the, 20, on the 2nd of August, the revelation ve featured here called for a similar laying out of Kirtland as the city of the stake of Zion and specified the construction of two additional buildings, a house for the presidency and one for a printing operation to be built in the city's centre. Four days after Joseph Smith dictated this revelation, the presidency copied it, along with two other recent revelations, into a letter they sent to Missouri. Close quote. So this is a very much a kind of administerial uh, revelation, a, a revelation to remind the saints and to encourage them on the paths that they are on right now to build up a house of the Lord, to provide uh, facilities for the saints in Kirland and for the saints in Jackson County, Missouri, to be looking to be building a house of the Lord as well. However, in Jackson County, there were a number of issues starting to happen, which we will uh, discuss a bit later. But um, this was kind of the focus of the revelation uh, that was given in section 94. So what we'll do is we'll uh, finish there with that um, background on Doctrine and Covenants 94, and we'll go into the actual section itself, uh, which provides us a, a number of interesting points to consider. Now, I love the start of Doctrine and Covenants, section 94, verse 1, where it says, And again, verily I say unto you, my friends, the commandments I give unto you, that ye shall commence a work of laying out, preparing a beginning and foundation of the city of the stake of Zion, here in the land of Kirland, beginning at my house. There is a number of principles here that we can take from this verse. First of all, that the Lord sees us as his friends. Obviously, he is talking to... Um, his servants in the early church at this stage, but I cannot imagine that he doesn't uh, think of us in that way as well, that we are trying to build his kingdom on the earth today and working to build his stakes of Zion wherever we are. Um, and this is obviously interesting that we have here a reference to a stake. Uh, it's not the first reference we have in the Doctrine and Covenants, uh, but it is certainly starting to become more prevalent that recognising that Kirtland was to be a stake of Zion, not Zion itself. And that is why we have stakes in the world today. But notice what is meant to be the focal point, the beginning point of building this foundation of a stake of Zion in Kirtland. Of course, it is at the temple. Um, and this temple was to be an important building for these saints. And it was to be built the way the Lord directed. In verse 2 it says, And behold, it must be done according to the pattern which I have given unto you. Now, Remember that a pattern that the Lord gives us is his will, is his direction. It may not be the pattern after which the world would suggest, um, but it is directed by what he would have us do. This reminds me personally of the experience of Nephi when he was asked to build a boat uh, by the Lord and he was given it uh, in the manner with which the Lord was to give it to him. Uh, and, you know, Nephi wasn't necessarily a, a boat builder, and yet he followed the direction of the Lord to be able to build the boat after a manner that he gave them. And so these people were to build a stronghold, a place where saints could gather, uh, a temple, a house of the Lord, after the pattern which the Lord had given them. Uh, Marvin J. Ashton said, quote, We must, if we will have happiness, follow the straight and prescribed paths. I will give you a pattern in all things as one of the Lord's greatest gifts and promises. Today it comes from him and his prophets. Keeping one's mind occupied with constructive, useful things on a constant basis prevents Satan from having success in idle, idle minds. Good music, art, literature, recreation and other worthy pastimes can help establish proper, proper patterns in one's mind and conduct. Happiness is a byproduct of righteous living and sharing within the framework of lofty patterns. 
Actions of the moment may be fun, but true happiness depends upon how you feel after the involvement is over. Besides patterns for prayer, we have direction for pondering, procedure, patience, action and integrity. There are patterns for all worthy things if we will search for them. Close quotes. A great quote by Marvin J. Ashton there about how if we build our life on a pattern of good, wholesome things, we will unlikely have moments where we are challenged or tested uh, in things which are difficult for us to overcome. Uh, I, say, I say unlikely because, you know, we will still be tempted and the Lord, we still need to invite the Lord into our lives to help us with that. Uh, but it is still something which we need to consider about how we build our lives after the pattern which the Lord prepares for us uh, and how we can do that with not just, you know, wonderful things spiritually with the scriptures and prayer and keeping our covenants, but also good music, art, literature, recreation and worthy pastimes helping us to establish a pattern in one's mind and conduct. Uh, we need to be careful how we use our time so we're not idle. Uh, thank you very much uh, for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please join us tomorrow as we continue with Doctrine and Covenants section 94. There's a few more great things in there for us to learn from. Uh, and we'll continue on through this week. Please join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come and Follow Me. Uh, and you can also email session at gmail.com if you'd like to share something that you studied. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again.